to Steam State of Mind, your favorite source for all things Steam education. Steam State of Mind. This isn't just science, technology, engineering, arts, and math. It's a state of mind, a different way to approach education in the classroom. Steam State of Mind. Enjoy these conversations with educators, students, and community members as we explore what it means to be in a Steam State of Mind. Steam State of Mind. <laughs> from Kettering, Ohio. This is Steam State of Mind. I'm Carrie Basson, uh, Community Relations Coordinator with the Kettering City Schools. And I'm Burton Sweeterman. I am the Steam Integration Coach for the elementary schools in Kettering. And Burn, I am really excited to have this conversation with you today because this is one that you and I have had many times before. And it always, uh, always gets kind of... Um, Kind of interesting as as we talk through STEAM education and why it's misunderstood and help our audience understand what you mean by that, because you do feel like STEAM education is truly misunderstood. It, <laughs> that is my biggest challenge, is to provide information where parents and educators and administration, especially administration, where they understand what STEAM education is really all about. And it is frustrating, you know, sometimes I feel like I'm banging my head up against the wall. And it's not just me, it's a lot of STEAM educators out there who truly understand this, that STEAM is a state of mind. It's so frustrating when you see these big companies that are trying to do these STEAM programs or these STEAM packages or buy me, buy me, buy me. And that's not what STEAM education is about. So if that's not what STEAM education is about, what is STEAM education all about? And, and then we'll delve a little bit more into some of the reasons you personally, and then from your studies of authors and, and STEAM educators across the state that you've come into contact with, we'll talk a little bit about um, maybe what you've learned and, and absorbed from reading those books and articles and things like that. So well, right there, what's yours? you know, just talking about that's part of being a STEAM state of mind is being a lifelong learner. And constantly, we are constantly being challenged. We constantly have problems that come up that we have to solve. And we live in a world where we have no idea what the next 10 years, what the job or careers are going to be like. We have no idea. I mean, think about how much things have changed just in the past 10 years. We don't know what we're exactly preparing these students for, you know, our students for. We don't even know what kind of educational environment we're going to be in in 10 years. Think how much that has changed in the past 10 years. Well, how about the last year? Just, well, just in, in, yeah. in what we had to do over the last year and a half to continue to educate kids. I mean, it's, it's mind-boggling when you think about it. Well, and, okay, let's just use that format. COVID posed a huge problem. For everybody, the whole world. Right. Okay. Well, in, in the educational world, we had to figure out very quickly how are we going to educate these students in, you know, you know, from home. You right. know, they're they're sitting at home in front of a computer. Thank God we had the technology here in Kettering that we were able to do that. But, you know, how are we going to do that? That was our problem. And there wasn't like we couldn't go out and just buy a program. Actually, some people tried and realized that that wasn't, wasn't the work. best, was not working. But we had to figure out how to solve that problem. And how did we do it? 
we went ahead and we collaborated with other teachers. We talked to the professionals. We learned. We kept exploring. We kept studying. We kept trying things. We did. We took what we our prior knowledge and we used that. But we also we had to go much further in depth. Of everybody had to learn mm-hmm. so much more about how to be an effective teacher over Zoom. Well, and I and I think we had we had to um, kind of put ourselves out there, and and I, I you know I can't count how many you know surveys we did of parents and things like that, saying you know is this working? How how are we doing? And then we had to be willing and ready to when they said, well, it's working here, but it's not working here to to problem solve, collaborate, try to figure out how we were going to make it work so that those kids were still learning. Well, and the teachers had to take risks. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, (laughs) The administrators had to take risks. Um, We had students taking risks and um, it really, it really showed that when we collaborate together and when we use that, basically that was a true STEM, STEAM education experience that we had to do as a whole well, the whole country had to go through this, the whole world had to go through these trying to problem solve. We're still trying to figure out these things, you know, being open-minded, being willing to take risks, being willing to learn, being willing to have that state of mind that um, we need to problem solve, collaborate. We need to do some, do it differently than what we've always done it, the way we've done it before. We're, we're not just going to be handed a program, you know, that says, hey, this is how you do it. We have to be willing to fail and being willing to take that failure and learn from it and persevere you know, continue just, I mean, it was a struggle going through some of these and problems kept popping up and um, realizing, hold it, this isn't really helping with this and this isn't working here. But then we got together and we problem solved and we figured it out. That's the steam state of mind, collaborating, being able to take a problem and solving it. Mm -hmm. And so with the steam state of mind and the steam education, it's more about how are we going to solve problems? How are we going to take real world things and figure it out? You know, students are going to remember how to do that. It's not a program. That's what's so misunderstood about STEAM education is that, you know, teachers, educators, and, and this is so frustrating for me because, you know, they believe that, okay, it's got to come from, you know, a resource that was published by, you know, some type of big company or whatever in order for it to be valid or for it to be okay to do, you know, like they need that permission. Like somehow that textbook gives them permission that this is the way you're supposed to do it. These are the professionals. We need to get into that state of mind where we have to trust our own problem solving skills, our own education. You know, we have to trust what we know is best for these kids and let the students have a voice and let, you know, our creative minds get together and provide experiences for these students, not just, you know, worksheets and workbooks and whatever, where they're just regurgitating information. We need these students to have experiences. We need for them to have things that are memorable, that they're going to remember for a long time in the future. Well, and let, let's circle back to that um, STEAM education being misunderstood. And 
let's look at, say, a classroom. And I know this is something that's frustrating for you. Um, and, and this is the biggest, probably, misconception about STEAM education. And that's the teacher who says to you, I, I, I don't have time in my classroom to, to let you come in and do STEAM with my kids. I've got to, I've got to get them prepared for that standardized test. I've got, to get, I've got to make sure that they pass that test. And I know that's frustrating for you because, again, that takes STEAM education and makes it a, a program or a one-time thing, and, and it's not. It's something that if incorporated into what you're doing already in the classroom is going to totally enhance the education of the kids in that classroom. So talk a little bit about that part of STEAM being misunderstood. So that the testing is a whole other we <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we'll get to that some other day um but the the what is so important for teachers right now the mindset is pass the test because guess what honestly passing the test is a huge deal in right. the state that, of ohio that, that's no teacher's fault because that is where we that exactly. has been ingrained that has been ingrained that has that's a lot of pressure that's a pressure not just on the teachers but it's pressure on the administration which then puts the pressure on you know the school board which puts pressure just even on the community because guess what when you if you want to live in in kettering ohio what do they have on all the realty you know, like realtors, what did they put on when they, you know, if you want to invest in a community or live in a community, they put your school scores on there, A, B, C, D, or whatever they even have now. And so that's a lot of, that's economic pressure that these tests are put on. And so when teachers like burn, I don't have time. I got to get these kids ready for a test right there. I have I have to break that barrier that STEAM education will prepare these kids for the test. Do you have to count to 10 first before you talk to the teacher? (laughs) (laughs) Well, okay, so honestly, it's talking to the administrators. I have to count to 10 because you know what? And they're under huge pressure. And and nobody's wrong in any of this because, like you said, it's been ingrained in us. Mm -hmm. I mean, I remember... You know, well, and that's why I really got into Seamage because I got sick and tired of, you know, that was the most important thing. It just seems like we're not looking at the child being educated. We're looking at how are they going to score on that one test. And I understand the importance of it. I'm, I'm not saying anything that, you know, is going to say, oh, my God, we got to get rid of all testing and blah, blah, blah. But it has its place. And but we've taken it's gone way beyond what it was initially right you know, was supposed to help us. But what's really cool about STEAM education is that what I have found with teachers who who use this mindset, that state of mind, and use that integration approach and get the kids highly engaged, highly um, active in their own learning, in their own education, that when it comes time to review for that test, they don't have to do a lot of reviewing because they remember. right. I mean, it's ingrained that like it's part of, you know, like, oh, yeah, sometimes what, what's really interesting, though, is that we have to, you know, remind the students, you know, this just because they're like, oh, I didn't do a test on it or I didn't do a worksheet on it to prove to you that I know this. You know, um, the students, they know it. They, they'll do great on this test. 
they they'll even perform better because actually the state of Ohio is changing the testing around a little bit more where it's more critical thinking, more problem solving, more integration and that type of thing, which is absolutely fantastic. So it's not just straight regurgitation anymore. Um, so that's a great thing. But um, these kids are prepared when they go through STEAM education. So STEAM education, that's a big cons- mis- misunderstanding is that it's something extra. It's right. Not. Like a teacher says, I, I, I don't have time. I don't have time for that. Well, it actually, it becomes a part of what you're doing because that's what STEAM education is all about. Yeah, it's and actually, integrating all of those subject areas and, and having your students, you know, work on a project and, and collaborate and problem solve and all the things that you've been talking about. It's not something extra for the teacher. Right. And that's, that's a key part, time. Time is probably the number one Besides the state test, passing the state test, I don't have time. Time, 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 time. Well, that's the beauty about STEAM education is because it actually helps you be able to have the time to integrate all these things together. You're not teaching in, you know, okay, math at this time and reading at this time and science at this time and whatever. You're able to integrate all those things and you're teaching multiple things at one time because we don't have time to teach all the standards if we teach them in isolation. Right. There isn't enough time. There's no way. If well, you look yeah, it, it blows me away. I, I could never be a teacher, a classroom teacher. I, I, am, I am in awe of what teachers do to, to have something like this that, that could make it a little, I don't, know, I don't want to use the word easier, but to give you the tools to be able to have enough time to teach all these things by integrating everything together. It, it, it just seems like the way to go, like. That makes so much sense to me. Well, and the the thing, the part about this is that um, the other misconception about STEAM education is that, oh, here we go again. Here's another catchphrase or another, what do they call it when something fad. comes? Fad. Fad. Yeah. Yes. Very another good. Another fad. So another fad. Um, it's not a fad. And here's why it's not a fad. Here's what makes, makes it different is because STEAM education is not a program. STEAM education is not the next, um, this is the magic trick, right here you go. You know, you if you do this, we guarantee you, you're going to have your child pass blah, 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 blah. Um, it's not that. It is what we as humans, what we do naturally. So think about it when you're a child. When you're a child, we learn so much. I mean, from birth till, till we get into kindergarten, oh my God. The things that we've learned, you know, through that period of time is extraordinary. And your synapses in your mind, your brain is just constantly making all these connections and doing all this stuff. And how are we learning these things? We're learning these things because we're exploring, we're problem solving on our own. We're trying to figure things out on our own. Yeah, you might think, okay, well, that's, you know, you're figuring out how to crawl or you're figuring out, you know, how to stand using a chair or you know, trying to figure out how to make, you know, something out of nothing or whatever that's from your toys or whatever. Yes, but that is all part of developing a mindset of trying to problem solve, trying to figure things out, learning in a way that is meaningful and not just something that is, you know, that you have to memorize or regurgitate. That's the way humans naturally learn. Let's step away for a moment and think about our brain. 
According to the Arizona State University, 90% of a child's brain develops by age five. The human brain, the command center of the entire body, is not fully developed at birth. A newborn's brain is about a quarter of the size of the average adult brain. Incredibly, it doubles in size in the first year and keeps growing to about 80% of adult size by age three and 90% nearly full grown by age five. A newborn has all the brain cells, neurons, they have for the rest of their lives. But what really makes the brain work are the connections, synapses between those cells. In early childhood, these connections are made at an amazing rate. At least 1 million neuron connections every second, far more than any other time in life. And we take that away from them for some reason, we got into this system where, you know, we need to cram this information into a brain and you need to regurgitate that information without really. And then we've being, done our job. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it's not purposeful or meaningful. You know, today we have Siri, we have Google, we have like, we don't need to memorize all the things that we memorized when I was a kid. Okay. Um, because the information is right there on our fingertips. We need to have be able to problem solve, critically think. We need to be able to take the information that we have acquired and be able to use it. And that's what you did as a child growing up. So STEAM education is a state of mind, is a mindset, is the way to explore and to learn and that type of thing. And it's a great way to learn because that's how we naturally learn as humans. If I'm interested and invested into something, I am going to be much more willing to learn about it than if you say, okay, read this story about something you don't really care about, answer the questions in the back of the book, restate the question because you have to do that for the standardized test, and then turn it in, I, the, let the educator evaluate you on right. that. Right. I will forget it the next day, I guarantee, mm -hmm. because it didn't mean anything to me. You and me both, <laughs> and I and I know. So one of your one of your um, favorite authors, and and I know you carry his book around, kind of like your your steam bible is Chris Woods. And yes, going back to you, you talking about, um, and and I'll let you tell him what the name of the book is. We should probably give him a little bit of credit for the book he wrote. Oh, Chris Woods. Um, he wrote a book. It's called Daily STEM and How to Create a STEM Culture in Your Classrooms and Communities. And this is, um, it's a recent book from him. I think it was just published this year. I'm not positive. I'll have to look that up. But the book we keep referring to in this podcast is titled Daily STEM, How to Create a STEM Culture in Your Classrooms and Communities, written by Chris Woods in 2020. According to the About the Author section of the book, Chris Woods has been focused on inspiring kids as a math teacher for over 20 years. In addition to his work in the classroom, Chris shares STEM resources and ideas on his website, dailystem.com, and at Daily STEM on social media, and is the host of the highly successful STEM Everyday podcast. 
Chris loves finding creative ways to inspire every student, especially by adding STEM to the everyday classroom and by making STEM accessible to families at home. He believes that inspiration is more important than instruction and that teaching kids is not just a job, it's the most important job. Chris is happily married to his wife, Sue, and has three great kids. Now back to the podcast. Like if I was going to write a book, um, he, he basically wrote the book that I would write. Uh, <laughs> I mean, Why didn't I think about stuff. that, right? Yeah. Well, I thought about it. I just <laughs> didn't do it, you know. Um, but he, he is just amazing because he, he's, he's just real about it. And he, is the same, he has the same mindset. He understands that STEAM mindset and that challenge of taking, you know, tearing down the silos of, you know, of us teaching things that are not meaningful or purposeful. Um, and, you know, he has this whole way of um, explaining in his books and the things that he and his podcasts and different things that he does, explaining how STEAM education is something, it is a mindset and it is something that when a teacher adapts that mindset and understands how that integration and how it's all part, it's just a beautiful Mm-hmm. you know, way to teach and the kids are so actively engaged. And once you start in that, you know, working in that way, you don't want to go back. Right. Because, you know, it's not boring anymore. And and just in reading some of some segments from his book, you know, you can tell he has a passion for STEAM education, just like you do. And um, one of the things that that frightens him, for lack of a better word, and you've talked about this too, is this whole idea that that if we don't make steam um, a, a part of, uh, if we don't integrate it into to what we're doing in the classroom on an everyday basis, it will just become a fad, like so many other things that we've tried out in education, and and we have to be careful that that's not what happens and. You know, I think that's one of the reasons that the Kettering schools saw the value of having a STEAM coach because you can get in there and you can talk to teachers and you can help them understand how integrating STEAM really will be uh, beneficial and, and, and will really help their kids to learn maybe even a little more effectively than without incorporating that. Yeah, well, even, you know, Chris puts it, you know, um, in a great way where he said STEAM education or, you know, STEM, whatever you call it, um, you know, it's not a place that you go to, or it's not a class that you, you know, participate in, you know, it's not something that um, is, you know, something that you like, if you're going to have a makerspace, it's not just a section of your room that is there just during steam time, you know, STEM education, steam education should just be part of the whole culture of the building, the whole culture of the school. It's that mindset. When you walk into that building or you walk into that classroom, you're going to see kids constantly exploring, problem solving, having a, a voice in what they're learning and what they're doing, being able to, you know, fail, you know, take risk, take things, you know, and, and have these challenges where they are required to use their problem-solving skills, to be required to use their social and emotional learning skills, 
being, you know, part of this collaborative effort to make our world a better place, you know? <laughs> and so it's not, you know, if we, if we have, and this is um, probably a problem in what Kettering is doing a really good job about, um, is that we are not, we are not um, saying, okay, we are going to have a STEAM class for every school and we're going to, instead they want STEAM to be part of the classroom. Like it is part of, it's the mindset is part of that culture in that room and that integration of everything. And so some schools, what, what Chris is worried about and what I'm worried about is that some schools are um, having these special classes and they're integrating into their specials and that type of thing. And let me tell you, to start, we did this in Kettering a little bit, like at one of the schools we piloted and I was part of that. Um, and it, I learned a lot by doing that because really that is what, um, when somebody said, well, you know, how are you doing steam education in, in this school? And at first, you know, the teachers would be like, well, Burns doing it with our kids, mm. you know, all, Burns doing that. You know, Burns doing that. Well, that You've was... You've almost had to educate him on what a steam coach is as well. Yes. Because that, you know, part of what what you're doing is is helping those teachers maybe learn how to integrate steam. I know another one of your frustrations, you know, a, a teacher who tells you, you know, my kids could never do that. <laughs> my kids could never do that. I There's no way that they're going to be able to build a, a robot or... Oh, figure yeah. out transportation to a to a ghost city or something like that, and and so what do you say to that teacher? Well, that, there's another big misconception about um, that STEAM education is more for the high school and middle school students, or it's too hard for elementary. Too hard for elementary. <laughs> well, my response is that it's too late if we don't ingrain or not, I shouldn't say ingrained, but if we don't have students problem solving and if we don't teach, you know, if we don't provide these opportunities, the experiences for these students to be able to um, learn how to figure things out for themselves and to, you know, explore and to, you know, to have fun with their education, we lose them. You know, it, it's, it's very frustrating when I hear teachers, we don't have time for that or it's too hard. Our kids couldn't, our kids, nope, our kids can't do that. Well, have you ever had a kid who couldn't do it? No, right. <laughs> but you know, but you know, here, that is part of the other problems that we have is that we, you know, we are pushed for time. We don't have enough time. So we got to get this done. We got to come on. We got to move on. We got to move on to this next thing. We got to get to the whatever. And that is um, something that isn't great because we, we want to cover everything. We want to make sure we cover everything. Well, I hate that word cover because when you cover something, that just means you're just putting a light blanket on top of it. And it's like, okay, we kind of, they may know a little bit about it. It's like, whatever. Nobody ever gets into in depth with it because of they, you know, we got to cover all these things. We got to do this or whatever. Well, these kids aren't going to remember things that you cover. They're going to remember and retain. Doing by doing it, by being involved, being actively engaged in it. And so then when it comes time for them taking the test or something like that, they wonder, well, 
<laughs> my favorite is when they say, well, I taught them this in October and we went over this and you guys, you know, remember when we did this and this? No, they don't remember because guess what? Our brain has said, okay, I only needed that information for that amount of time. And for that moment in time, I'm going to put that in my trash bin because we're not using it again. Right. You know, CM Education, we're constantly using all everything by where the integration, we're making all these connections and synapses and stuff like that. You know, these kids can do it. I've seen kindergarten kids do amazing things with musical instruments, with creating their own um, songs and creating different pitches and different things, you know, by just and, and just handing it to them and saying, figure it out. And they can do it. If there's no right or wrong, just have fun with it. Just Figure have fun it with it. Yeah. Figure it out. You know, and, and what's really cool about the younger kindergarten, first, second, third graders is that, you know, they haven't been told too many times uh, that they can't or that's not right or don't do it that way. You know, as they get older, they start having these parameters that have been set up in their minds and people told them that you don't do it this way or whatever. So when you tell a kindergarten student to do something, they just, they have the whole, like anything is an option to them. (laughs) (laughs) And it's cool. It's so awesome to see all the things that they can create and the things that they come up with. And, and then you have that discussion with them. So like, you know, when they categorize things or whatever, you say, well, why did you categorize this and this or whatever? And when you listen to their thought process, you're like, oh my goodness, I never thought about that, <laughs> you know, but their mind's open to anything. Right. And you, you've been trained to think about it one way. And these little yes. guys are, they're just like ripe for the, ripe for the learning. It's right. And really cool. we don't, and STEAM education continuously promotes those options continuously, you know, have, we have that mindset when you have that state of mind and when you have that mindset, that steam education mindset where it, you know, you constantly allow kids to explore and look at all these different options and you don't give them these, um, you know, like do this step first, do this step next, do this, 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 they, they can do so many things if you don't say what they can't do. You know, don't do this. Don't do, we do that too much. Just let them explore. Let them figure it out. It may not be the way we thought it was going to turn out, or it may not be the way that we would have done it, but it's just a different way of doing it. And sometimes their way is better than what we thought. That's happened a lot where the students will come up with something that's like, Cool. I never even thought about that. And it's so exciting. And, and then, Burns going, I never thought about it either. Yeah. <laughs> it is so awesome. But kids can. We we underestimate what kids can do. Definitely underestimate. They're they're incredible. If we give them um we give them an environment that they are willing to take risk and it's okay to fail. And they're not going to be judged or evaluated on every time that they fail at taking a risk or whatever, but encouraged to learn from those failures and those risks. If we develop that type of mindset in the classroom and they're learning, they'll be, they'll be successful. They can do it. You know, that's what's so cool. Well, before we wrap up, we have asked Coach Schwederman. And I have a question here from Kim, who's actually a parent. So a little bit different. How can I promote STEAM state of mind at home? Hmm. 
Well, Kim, that is a great question because learning just doesn't happen at school. And my passion is not just having um, the STEAM culture in the schools, but having a STEAM culture in the entire community. Because if we can work together, you know, home, school, community, whatever, if we can all work together, it's only going to benefit our kids and the entire, um, you know, future, our mm-hmm. future. And so promoting STEAM education and that mindset at home um, is allowing your kids to explore, giving them, you know, like when I was a kid, I grew up on the farm. There were so many opportunities for me to explore and for me to just, um, you know, use scrap wood or use things to create things, to build things, to play with, you know. Um, and if you don't have, you know, if you live in an apartment or something like that, you know, Legos, just Legos and, and not build a kit, but have spare, all these spare Legos just to let the kids, you know, to let your child build something that they create on their own, you know, um, allow the kids to explore, allow them to ask questions, allow them to, you know, um, being able to figure things out for themselves. And when they ask you a question, you don't have to know the answer. It's okay not to know the answer. Check with Siri or Google if you don't know. Well, and they'll help you out. <laughs> and, and then, you know, say, okay, well, how are we going to figure it out? You know, ask them. How, how can we find out the answer to this instead of just giving them the answer? Mm-hmm. How do we figure it out? That's how you start promoting a steam state of mind at home is by exploring and allowing the allowing your child to um, take risk, fail. As you say, and, and, and give them the grace, just like, like we're trying to do in the classroom to fail and learn from it Yeah, and move on. So thank you again. Great conversation. I, w- I mean, I could talk hours and hours about all of these things, and it we'll, we'll come back to more misconceptions because there's so many other ones out there. But um, our next podcast on October 7th, we'll be talking about tearing down the content silos and how we teach in silos and how I would love to be able just to tear down all those silos and integrate everything together. So, Sounds like another great conversation for a STEAM state of mind. Thank you, Carrie. Thanks, Bernie.